The NBA is back. Jokic, still awesome. Devin Booker, awesome. And can the Lakers get to where they need to with LeBron just playing 29 minutes a game? We're going to talk about it all right now on the Locked On NBA podcast. You are Locked On NBA, your daily NBA podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, welcome back to the Lockdown NBA Podcast right here in the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day, and we're here for you every day. Wednesdays, it's us, and we're ushering in the new NBA season. I'm John Corrales, John underscore Corrales on Twitter. I host the Lockdown Celtics Podcast. And I'm Jake Madison, host of the Lockdown Pelicans Podcast on Twitter, at Nola Jake. We are back. The season's here. We made it, y'all. Yeah, it feels good. I feel honored i feel giddy the 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 first two games of the 23 24 nba season and you and i and our little show here get to talk about it let's not call it too little here look it's like midnight where i am like 1 a.m by you and i'm like yeah. excited here it might also like. be the coffee that i drank at like 8 p.m <laughs> <laughs> subscribe to the show wherever you get your shows it's free it's available it's daily it's monday through friday uh watch us on youtube Get into that comment section. Let us know what you think. In the second segment, we'll talk about Jokic and Denver um, in the in, in in their game against the Lakers. In the third segment, LeBron only played 29 minutes. We're going to play a game of real or fake based on that. Let's start with a battle between the Phoenix Suns and the Golden State Warriors. Phoenix missing uh, Bradley Beal. The Warriors missing Draymond Green. And both teams missing a whole lot of shots, Jake. Uh, missing everything, unless your name was Josh Akogi, in which case you were hitting everything, and or Devin Booker, you were hitting everything. Uh, let's start with the Phoenix side because they won. Not only am I impressed, Jake, with Devin Booker, 32 points, eight, eight assists, six rebounds, I am extraordinarily impressed with the Suns up two and needing a bucket to ice this game. They run pick and roll with Booker and Yusuf Nurkic and Booker bullet right on the money hits Nurk rolling down off balance, finishes the layup, ices this game at the questions about pick uh, uh, running this, the, the point for Booker. This is a hell of an answer for him to get those eight assists and that crucial one to ice the game. Yeah, you know, it kind of just shows you like how well-rounded his game can be. Like we know he's a scorer, right? We even did a show on this um, last season, right? Of like, who are players gonna, like the next generation gonna idolize, right? Coming in, how they kind of all idolize Kobe, the current generation, like Jason Tatum on your team, right? And it was like, oh, I think Devin Booker might be the sleeper answer to this because of how good of a scoring two guard he can kind of be. Yeah. But now they're running him at point guard and he's showing off all these other skills. And when you think about them trying to really integrate Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal in here, guys that need the ball in their hands, for him to kind of not necessarily take a back seat per se, but be willing to be more of a facilitator than he's ever has been before. And then have such an exclamation point of that on opening night. It makes you feel really good about the Suns figuring things out, integrating everybody sooner rather than later. And shout out to Nurkic, 14 points, 14 rebounds. He was good. 
They don't have to deal with the drama of like Aiton being like, I only got 14 points and now I'm upset, right? Like kind of just put in a low usage guy that you can use how you need to use and everybody's happy, even if I don't love him as a player. Yeah, it it just, it's it's not always going to work. But I like I've said before, I I, I kind of, I didn't mind it as much as other people did because he kind of gets out of people's way as opposed to Aiton who was, in people's way kind of and, mm-hmm. and and he had to change his game so is Nurkic the best no he's not but like that's that play that pick and roll that finish was not gonna was not gonna happen with eight and that was gonna be more of a pick and pop or something like that like that that was gonna be a much different shot in that in that scenario so at least you have like that aggressive hard roller against a Warriors team who defensively Yes, they had 11 steals, but without Draymond Green, they they really are suspect defensively. No one is there in the middle. So he knew it. He rolled hard. He was aggressive, and he he got the bucket out of it. So, so I, I mean, it, it, this doesn't tell us a whole lot. It's the first game of the season. It's one data point. We don't know where this is going to go. But for a Phoenix Suns team that's looking to be a, a championship team, to get that immediate point guard performance out of Booker is great. To get that immediate center performance when people are questioning that is great. Kevin Durant will figure it out. Uh, yeah. Brad Steele will come in and figure it out. You get a horrible shooting night from Eric Gordon. You get a horrible shooting night from Grayson Allen. Uh, but but you get a nice performance from Josh Okoge. That that's a that's somebody you're going to need to step up. I think it's as encouraging a win as you're going to get on the first night of the season right yeah i think so you know i i have worries maybe about eric gordon and like the depth he actually truly gives them this season yeah. but also when bradley beals there like like is he washed at this point maybe maybe not but when bradley beals playing gordon's not going to be playing almost 32 minutes and he shouldn't be playing almost 32 minutes and you kind of look at his off night and like the role he played which is kind of significant that's not normally going to be the case so like my worry about him being like well yeah if they're going to play eric gordon 30 plus minutes a night like that doesn't seem great and it's like oh wait that's not actually going to happen meanwhile on the other side chris paul makes his debut for the golden state warriors starting because draymond wasn't there so they went curry cp3 looney at center wiggins and clay thompson wiggins uh just just first of all the was ian eagle was on this on this call he said 10 year pro andrew wiggins and i was like 10 years already of andrew wiggins am i that old it's been 10 years oh my god uh minus 22 on the night for Andrew Wiggins just nothing an absolute zero for him and the Warriors shot 23% Chris Paul 0 of 6 Chris had two shots open shots wide open three-point attempts when the Warriors were down two and he missed them both okay that's gonna happen you're gonna have bad shooting night but when it happens to Chris Paul, you immediately get that. You talk about washed, Eric Gordon being washed. You would have hoped for more from, from Chris Paul in that scenario. You'd hope he would make those shots, but I thought he actually 
moved well on the court at the very least. Like I sure. thought he looked like healthy and a little spry at times. He had one or two like blow bys of other guys that you don't really see him do as much anymore. If his shots like fall, say he hits two of those six threes that he went over six on. Like I think yeah, we'd be course. viewing his game like pretty differently. Like I thought overall he looked like good, not amazing. And they used him in some creative ways, starting him down low and then kind of springing him to get him open and into a little bit of space on the three point line. Like I liked, I liked what we saw from him, but can he do this the whole season? And if he's already going to be having bad shooting games and as he gets tired more as the season goes on, that is going to be a concern. 14 points, nine assists. The nine assists is big, obviously six rebounds. Mm -hmm. Uh, a couple of steals. I, I mean, I don't want to make it sound like Chris Paul had a bad game. He didn't have, but the but the the clutch at home. You you just the ball in his hands. That's his time to shine. Um, you want to see him hit one of those shots. He had a, a nice kind of like he grifted his way to a, a, a three point play uh, earlier in the game and and was his normal manipulative self when it came to you know drawing fouls and stuff like that. Uh, so we don't know what the Warriors are going to be yet. And it's hard to judge when Steph Curry goes four or 14 from three, like it's going to take a little bit of time. I think for everybody, Clay Thompson, uh, struggled three of 13 from three. So without, without Draymond, they're just not, they're not going to go anywhere without Draymond. They're just that without Draymond green, they're going nowhere. They didn't have him in here. It's only the first game of the season. So you got to see him first before we we um, make any judgments. But on the positive side, Moody was good. Kaminga was good. But, but uh, why didn't why didn't Moody play more when you don't have Draymond Green to compete with him for like minutes and and other things? Was a little kind of surprising to me. Yeah, that's a good question. That is a good question, and maybe. At some point in our like recording, say, you know, podcast, Kurt Kaminga too. It's like, how come um, like they they weren't getting more minutes? But my, I don't know. That was like my one is, question there. My guess is that they probably were trying to find some chemistry here with this group, and you know, you can go to that later. But they need to start feeling some chemistry here with these that's guys. Fair. But that's my guess. Uh, you know who has a ton of chemistry? The Denver Nuggets, the champs, who got an incredible ring raised the banner, and then got an incredible performance from Nikola Jokic. We're going to talk about that in just a second. Today's show is brought to you by our good friends, our great friends at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy done right because it's you against the projections. It's not you against players. It's not you against some, you know, people with algorithms. It's you. It's the projections, projections like the one Jake is going to take on Zion Williamson, 24 and a half points, more than 24 and a, more than 24 and a half points for him. I'm looking at the Celtics and I'm going to say, oh, Jalen Brown, 22 points against the New York Knicks. I'm going more than that. You know, if I put $10 down and I can pick my two to six players, if I get my six players right, I can turn my 10 bucks into 250 bucks. That's how prize picks works. And that's pretty good. You get 25 times your money. That's who doesn't want to make 25 times their money. Uh, you can go to uh, prizepicks.com slash locked on NBA. Locked on NBA is the code. Uh, prizepicks.com slash locked on NBA. 
and you get a first deposit match up to $100. So make sure you go to prizepicks.com slash NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. Uh, that's deposit 100, you get 100, boom, and then you can get up to 25 times uh, your money. That's what you do on Daily Fantasy. Prize picks is the way they do it. It's done right, and I recommend prize picks. Thanks for making Lockdown NBA your first listen every day. Lockdown Fantasy Basketball. You want fantasy? Josh Lloyd, Lockdown Fantasy Basketball Podcast. He's the man. He is the man. Find it where you found this podcast. In the early game in our exhaustive, expansive two-game slate for opening night. Oh, the hard work we must go through to watch two basketball games. Denver Nuggets beat the Los Angeles Lakers. Dare I say the scrappy. Never give up. Mom and pop Los Angeles Lakers. What You're not wrong on saying that. Like, that's the way I want to describe them on the show, and I mean that in a very good way for them. It's hard for me as the Celtics guy to say it, but it's true. I got to be loyal to the game. It was true. The, the Nuggets looked good. They were up by uh, 18, and the Lakers did not quit. They went up by, I think, 16 later in the game. The Lakers did not quit. Uh, so they will, and, and that's kind of how they were last year. The Lakers are, are, are tough. Like they are tough. They will not just kind of roll over. Um, I mean, so, that's, if, if you're looking for positives with them, like that's it. The fact that they got back into this game a couple of times when they easily could have just quit, you know, uh, like I said, I came away kind of impressed by them and you know how annoying that is probably for both of us on this. Yeah. Show. Yeah. No, it's true. Um, <laughs> In the first half, it was an absolute battle. Look, the big story of this game is Nikola Jokic, another triple-double, 29 points, 13 rebounds, 11 assists, throw in a steal, a block, um, and an incredible shooting night, 12 of 22, 3 of 5 from 3. Uh, but that was so much of that was done early in the game where he was having a battle, an absolute all-out battle with Anthony Davis. Our first half, it was Anthony Davis with 17 points, 6 of 11 shooting. Jokic had 19 points on 8 of 14 shooting. It was a back and forth, old school kind of back to the basket type of game. And then in the second half, Anthony Davis. Anybody see Anthony Davis out there? Can he? Nope. <laughs> anyway, Anthony, Anthony, 0 of 6, 0 points, minus 11 in the second half, where Jokic. 10 points, four of eight shooting, kind of did his thing. Nine assists in the second half, picked them apart. Um, and they came out in the at the beginning of the half. It looked like they were figuring out how to play Jokic and cut off his passing lanes. But nope. He the, the, the big story for the Lakers here is Anthony Davis no-show in the second half. They're not getting anywhere if Anthony Davis is no-showing for, for big portions of games. No, especially at least against top teams. Like they could have beaten some, you know, they could have beaten the Houston Rockets, right? They could have beaten the San Antonio Spurs with a no show from Anthony Davis in the second half. But if they want to win against some of the top teams and compete truly in the West, like that, that can't be the case, right? Like he needs to be that defensive anchor for him. They needed him to slow down Jokic, who was just like, I don't even have to try that hard with some of this stuff, I thought, in the second half. And if they're not getting those kind of performances from him, like they're, they're going to be in trouble, right? The Lakers are a little bit of like a house of cards, right? LeBron goes down for an extended stretch. Do you trust Anthony Davis to carry that team? No. Right. And if 
Anthony Davis goes down for an extended stretch, like they're missing just such a key piece that they've built around that they just don't have any sort of replacement for. And this also goes true where if they're just not impacting games and they kind of fall apart. So they deserve a lot of credit for their resiliency and their fight, but that doesn't win you games that'll help you beat teams that you should beat, certainly, and that's a good quality to have. But it didn't help you beat the Denver did not help you beat the Denver Nuggets in this one. I thought the preseason narratives kind of showed in this game where Denver, first of all, Denver is the champs. You know, Denver is the champion. Uh, they looked like a championship team. They looked like a team that knew exactly what they needed to do and how to play together. Whenever like we we spent a little bit of time there. Uh, praising the plucky Lakers. How about praising the, the champs for, you know, holding well off oiled machine and everything here. Every time the Lakers made a run, uh, Malone would call a timeout. They'd run a nice play and a nice, uh, out of timeout play. They'd get a good shot. And some like Jamal Murray would bury somebody. Aaron Gordon would bury something. Uh, Obviously, Jokic would bury like they, they, they could see the other team making a run. Every team makes a run in the NBA. We all know that, and they come out and they stop each one before it became too problematic. It got to that. Ooh, the Lakers got to single digits. The Lakers got it to seven. They got it to six. Nope. Here comes here comes a seven zero run by by the Nuggets. That's championship stuff, man. That's that's why when we hear all the predictions and people saying Denver can um, – did you just get hit in the head by a I dropped, I, my My pen that I had in my hand, I just like hit into my head trying to use it to I sc- looked, scratch I heard my a back. knock. I looked and I thought like a, a, a bird had flown into your – I'm a uh, pro. I just want to point pro. that out there. The, the Nuggets <laughs> looked every bit the champion. And, and when I say the narratives, like – they did seem to get tired at the end of the first half. They seem to get tired for stretches, and that's something you have to watch for from the Nuggets. Meanwhile, on the Lakers' side, their supporting cast, there were some questions, you know, in, in stretches of the game. Are they going to be able to get enough from, you know, Austin Reeves? Big contract, you know, is he going to be what he was last year? Is um, Rui Hachimura going to be what he was last year they got some real good performances from those guys and in this game eh, nothing much nothing much from austin reeves 14 points with a minus 14 Rui, six points in 14 and a half minutes gabe vincent their big signing from miami nothing really in 22 minutes they had some some moments christian wood had some moments uh cam reddish had some defensive moments um but the Lakers narrative is, can that supporting cast be good enough to support those the, the two stars? And the Nuggets narrative is championship hangover. But I saw a championship team and I saw a Lakers team that is still trying to figure itself out. You know, I, I was worried about the Nuggets like bench coming in, losing, you know, one or two guys that seemed pretty important to them. And then, 
you know, you, you, you see a game like this where Michael Porter Jr. doesn't say play particularly well offensively, but man, like everyone just rises to the occasion for that team. As you were kind of saying, just stop those Lakers runs when they got going. And I thought Michael Porter Jr. was actually really good defensively in this, which is not something that you normally say about him. So seeing kind of all those little like hustle plays that guys were making and just going all out. I don't know if it's, they realize as Michael Malone has said, right? Like everyone's going to give them their best shot. You've got to be on like a hundred percent of the time that it's impressive that they managed to kind of do what they did in this game. I thought two steals for Michael Porter jr. And I told you he was kind of good Two two assists for Michael Porter jr. Say what? Um, all right. We're having championship rings hit differently. I guess now Can we, uh, we're, we're up against the break here, but like, can I just say those championship rings? They're good. They're good. Ooh, They're good. There's a sliding drawer with the with the banner in there, and you got like you know, the turns and clicks and changes colors. Like, wow! Like, oh, that's that's like a transformer, and like, it's oh man. Anyway, it's cool. It's super cool. It's super cool. All right, let's play our game of real or fake. LeBron James. If we're talking about interesting stats. 29 minutes and Darvin Ham was like, get used to it. We'll play our game of real or fake in just a second. So when Anthony Davis isn't playing well, you got to rely on LeBron James to play well. He played 15 minutes in the second half. But there's 24 minutes available in the second half for uh, for a player to play. And that means that for nine of them, LeBron James was sitting on the bench, which is a, a lot of time for LeBron to sit on the bench. He played 29 minutes in this game, which is a, like really low. And after the game, Darvin Ham was asked about it. And he said, it, he was asked, will this be a trend? And he said, we'll see, in all likelihood, yes. So that leads us to our real or fake uh, statement. Jake, real or fake? The Lakers can get to where they need to go this season, earn their playoff seed, whatever playoff seed they need to earn to make a deep run. They can do all that with LeBron James playing 29 minutes a night. I'm actually going to say it's real. I'm actually going to say this one is real based on kind of what we saw in this game. You know, we were giving them a lot of credit before for the pluckiness, the fight in this. And that means they might be one of those teams that you just never count out of games. Will they beat the Phoenix Suns? Will they beat the Denver Nuggets? Not necessarily, but that means they're still going to be competitive against every other team in the West. If they played at the level they did, particularly if you get a little bit more from Anthony Davis in the second half. So I think they can get to where they want to go in terms of playoff seeding if they're playing him at 29 games, especially if that does mean that LeBron James plays the majority of the season and he doesn't get one of those two, three week periods where he isn't playing at all because he's injured. That's still going to help you win the, some games that you wouldn't win otherwise without him. The question then becomes, can they go on a deep playoff run doing that? Dep 
depends on who they play in the first and second round, right? Like that's where the asterisk comes in on real or fake, which it's been doing more and we need to get better about. And so I think like, yeah, you know, if you get the right matchup in the first round, you can win that. You can get it if you get the right matchup in the second round, but this is probably not going to be a team that makes the finals if you have to play only play LeBron James 29 minutes because I don't see him getting past the conference finals. But at that point, you have to imagine they would have bumped his minutes up, you would hope. Sure. I, when it gets to the playoffs, he will he will be he's gonna be playing kind of extended to like in the 30s yeah but but i'm gonna say it's fake i'm gonna say Ooh. it's fake because i don't trust anthony davis first of all i don't trust Le- lebron's gonna miss time he's gonna miss games i don't even know if he's gonna get to the 60 game threshold to make all of these all nba teams or whatever so i think he's gonna miss out on that so not only is he not playing more than 29 minutes a night generally speaking he's not going to be playing in at least i think 25 of these games which means anthony okay. davis is going to have to play in 25 of these games and and look he's certainly capable when he's the only guy i think anthony davis has a thing where if if he's the only guy then he can kind of step up and and maybe carry the team for a while he's had stretches we saw it last season he had stretches where you could do that. But there's also the injury risk for Anthony Davis when when you push him too hard. Yeah. And if you're going to play LeBron 29 minutes a night, you need Anthony Davis to be first team all NBA Anthony Davis. That's just it. And this was only one game and it's against Denver and Jokic has this way against any any great player I mean, there's like, just like Jokic is like one you know truly one of one here and there's like no way to prepare and this is kind of you know what he does I think too so and, and if I'm gonna be fair to Anthony Davis um he had three fouls in the first half and I think when you get into some of that foul trouble maybe that saps some of your aggressiveness in the second half now we had no fouls in the second half so at some point that can go away. Like you get through the third quarter, you're like, I still only have three. So I can I can really be aggressive. He never got that back. And again, against the champs, against Jokic, Jokic is always a tough matchup for everybody. So I'm not going to say this is what he's going to be. But Anthony Davis has a history of not being there when he's needed all the time. So... I feel like if if LeBron like LeBron is clearly now taking that the first steps of I'm going to be the number 2 guy. Like at some point here everybody's going to understand he he's I hear the broadcast talking about like oh you know and it's it's Reggie Miller so he's like oh year 1 year whatever year this is 20 whatever for for Le- LeBron no different I'm like what are you talking about no different it's very drift different. He's only playing 29 minutes. He's 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 more limited. He's hurt more often. It's not exactly the same. It's certainly super impressive that he looks as good as he does because LeBron looked awesome, but also he can't do it forever. And so this is the beginning of the step back. I just don't trust Anthony Davis to take that step up. And so I don't think the Lakers in this Western Conference can get to where they need to go. I think this is going to be a tough seed. I think they're going to not have home court. And I think that's going to potentially lead to an early exit. 
I mean, as someone who covers the Pelicans, that's cool for me, I guess. But no, look, I can see it. You know, maybe this is one of those things of where we're going to be doing a real or fake later in the year that kind of hinges more around Anthony Davis and his role and what he's capable of doing, certainly. You know, I think there's enough pieces there that they have some depth that I don't hate that they've got fight in them. They do seem well coached. You know, they can come up with some pretty sound defensive game plans. They did well enough or as well as anyone really could, I think against, you know, Denver in the playoffs. So there, I, I think they will be okay against like most teams. I think Denver is that unique and that special with Jokic that it's much more of an outlier than the norm. And I liked enough of what we saw. So I think they'll be okay. You know, I think it's real. They can like, is it likely is a different story, but I definitely think it is is very, very doable for them. I think part of it is I also kind of don't expect the same level of performance from like Rui Hachimura. I don't well, expect it comes to, down to like those guys, right? You yeah. know, are you going to get Austin Reeves? Like, what are you going to get out of Austin Reeves? What are you going to get out of D'Angelo Russell? Right? Like, <laughs> does Christian Wood start to get a much larger role or does he get unhappy and derail the team as he's done before? Like, right. there's those kind of questions. It, it comes down to Sometimes I think we overthink things, you know, and this actually came from David Locke one time when I did like a preview show with him when I wanted to get into like all the minutia on the role players that are going to play like 12 minutes a game. And he was like, look, man, if your stars are there and they carry you like you're going to be fine. And that's like 90 percent of what we need to kind of focus and talk about here. And the Lakers, it's like, actually, no, I'm more worried about everybody else because I don't trust their stars are always going to be there to carry them. Yeah. Well. We'll see how it goes. I mean, obviously, I'm not making judgments off of one game. Uh, I'm sorry. We are podcasters. We're supposed to do that. I'm absolutely making Nuggets are repeating. They're going to play the Phoenix Suns in the finals because that's a thing that can totally happen, too, based (laughs) off of of tonight alone. Lakers playing team. LeBron washed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Chris Paul won't make a single three all season long. Yes. God. Yes. All right. I think that's a good place to end this podcast. Uh, so with that, I will say thank you for listening and watching. It's We're here on a daily basis, Monday through Friday, rotating hosts. And on Wednesdays, it's us two smiling gentlemen. I'm John Corrales, host of the Locked On Celtics podcast. You find me on Twitter at John underscore Corrales. I'm Jake Madison, host of the Locked On Pelicans podcast on Twitter at Nola Jake. Would love it if you joined us on the YouTube page hopped in that comment section. And if you really love the podcast, share it, spread the word, tell everybody they should be listening to and watching the Lockdown NBA podcast right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day.